Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. What's going on? This is Xavier Woods, a.k.a. Austin Creed. I said give me a hell yeah! Hey, this is Zayda Zayn. Hey, everyone. This is Jeff Cobb. Hello, WWE Universe in the Philippines. This is Charlotte. Talent is not sexually transmitted. Hey, this is TJP, the Phil and Flash, and you are listening to Stan, Ro, Chino, and Camos on the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. You are listening to the longest-running weekly episodic Filipino wrestling podcast. This is the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. Stancy at your service. Ralph Camus also on the call. Chino Leo also on the call. So for the however few minutes that we have uh, Camus on, na hindi pa slap soil ang internet. Oh yeah, we're in. there we go, there we go. Oh, there we go. Yeah. You set up and it works. So yeah. uh, no road today, no road today on the show. He's had quite the long and uh, exhausting work day, so he filed the work leave from the podcast and we graciously granted him that one. Yeah, well, you, you know, you. No, I'm not saying anything. That's why. I'm not, that's why. Now you froze. Now, there you go. You froze. I'm moving fine. Well, it's nice to know that both of you guys are actually doing well, that you're alive. Um, what is this, day 44 of ECQ? Yeah. I don't know anymore. Wait, Stan, do you have, do you have a better light for your mustache quarantine beard? I want to see it yeah, better. Yeah. There. Mm. Next up. I'm, Did you I'm say shaved. Neck. 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 Yeah, I know, I know, I know. It's, it's getting Genos is getting a little out of hand. Like it's it's every time I look at it, I'm just like, man, it keeps evolving. And then it you see your patches. What what it is, is is it keeps growing downward. It doesn't want to crawl up my face. So not that I'm Now it's a little bit further down my neck, I think. So sinasabi mo na natapos yung ECQ na sa utong man yung balbas mo. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Oh man, that's because like every time, every time you post something, every time you post something on your stories, if it's something really stupid and your angle's low, it's I see it and I'm just like, man, Chino's like, it's it's odd, it's odd and patchy in some parts. It is. Do you remember the old ECW wrestler? Um. I remember his name, but he's also a big guy and he also had a neck beard. He, he looked He looked Axel Rotten. He looked Amish. He had the uh, no, 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 no. <laughs> did have an Amish guy. Yeah, yeah, an Amish guy. Yeah, an Amish guy. And they had a Danny Doring, that was his name. There we go. Yeah, okay. Whoever that guy was. I'm starting to look like him. 
Yeah, Danny Doring was the partner of Roadkill. Uh, shout out to Martin. So we're live on the Facebook page, by the way, facebook.com slash wrestling wrestling podcast, as if there was any other place we would have found this video. Uh, we're also going to be uploading this on Spotify, where we normally do, courtesy of our friends from Podcast Network Asia. Shout out, by the way, to Babyface producer Ryan, who's making this work right now. And uh, while we're uh, saying thank you to all of our friends from Podcast Network Asia who made this episode possible, can we remind everyone again about uh, the Pay Maya campaign? I think it's still ongoing. So if you want to um, help us out and help Pay Maya out with your donations for the frontliners and uh, those uh, the people who are still in need, you can still there donate. You can cash it on our screen right now for the people who are listening on the podcast feed. Uh, let me dictate it to you. So, uh, for starters, you can donate by going to this address, pymy.co slash pnaunited. Again, pymy.co slash pnaunited, and you can select the amount you want to donate, and you can add it to basket and just click checkout, and you can pay via your credit card or your debit card, or using your PayMaya wallet, and this is available for both your local and foreign transactions. Now, let's say you're not in a giving mood yet tonight, but you can scan the QR code on your screen right now, or you can scan the QR code uh, that will appear on the uh, on the app itself. Right. So that's a uh, yeah. very quick way for you to support Podcast Network Asia and Pay Maya as well, because uh, yeah, like I said, day four for ECQ, marami pa rin ngang ilangan, so a little bit goes a long, long way. Oh yeah. Wait. Can I can I can I get into that just a very small yes. second? My so- own. No, because this is the first time I have audio since we started like, doing lives. Oh my god, I'm just I appreciate our friends on the comment section are are all for you and your internet. Jackie I is out your Bel Air internet. So it got better, guys. It got better. So no, I was I was gonna say so um there's I know that like there's a lot of donor fatigue right now, like this is why I want to make sure that the people that are listening to the audio version of this, if you if you want to still donate, please check out the Podcast Network Asia accounts because all of the details are also there. The QR codes are there. Everything is up on the Facebook accounts. That it's I mean it's getting tiring. We're very late into the game. Like it's a lot. Um, we've gone a lot longer than we thought we could have. We've gotten to the point where it's like. You don't know when we're gonna get into the, into the not like back into real life where we can actually use PayMaya, but this is a good way to put your PayMaya account to good use, guys. So please, please, please keep donating. Please, if you have anything to spare, if anything to help, please keep it up because I'm I'm one of the guys that's helping out on this cause, not just for the PayMaya but also for other causes, and it's getting hard to ask for for help nowadays. So let's keep doing what we can. Okay, guys? It's not about us. It's straight donations to people who need it. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Alright, so are we actually going to talk about wrestling now? Yeah, here we are. Uh, before we get to that, let's tell you quickly about our guests for this evening. So um, it's, it's quite a get because I've been wanting to get these people on the podcast for quite some time. And uh, we're going to be featuring a power couple from the club scene here in uh, Metro Manila. 
And one of them is a co-worker and friend of mine from Wave 89.1, Mark Thompson. And our second guest is his fiance Patty Chu. So for those of you who are very familiar with them and their performances in the club scene, uh, it's going to be quite a treat to know that they're actually huge wrestling fans. And these same people casual lot. They're the type of people who would actually be at our Skinny Mike's viewing parties if their body clocks and schedules actually allowed them to. So we'll get into all of that and more, but we're going to start off with some news as always. And we're going to talk about Kay Velasquez, who recently just ah. by WWE. All right. Okay, so do you want to start, start off with you, Stan? No, no, come on. I have a lot to say, so let's get that off your chest. How about okay for the internet? Okay, so Kane Velasquez was one of the oddest signings of WWE over the past, what, in the past calendar year? No, no, more than calendar year, no, past 12 months. Yeah. Like, you've seen the signings, you've seen all of these guys come through. No, what you saying? Within the year, yeah. I don't think it's been more than a year because his last six fight, months. Yeah, his last fight was at Crown Jewel, and that was a year ago. That was his debut, officially. And that was his last match, yes. Yeah. So it's like, if you take, if you take the signings that WWE has made over the past um, 12-ish months, Kane Velasquez was one of the biggest head scratches for me because, one, okay, the guy could go, but his knees have been suspect since the tail end of his uh, US, UFC case. So I was always like, Okay, yeah, you have to train him. You have to embed him in the culture. He got triple triple A training. He got triple A rub. But at the end of the day, when WWE signed him, it was like you're taking such a big risk on an unproven commodity that okay does have name value, but might as well be on the level of Butterbean in his WWE set, right? Yeah, so I, think I, see the, it. I think the bigger picture impact of uh, Kane Velasquez having signed and then subsequently released without much fanfare because of the pandemic is uh, something that Lancers pointed out on the live feed. Basically, uh, the Kane signing ruined the Kofi Kingston run and the Brock Lesnar run, or affected the Brock Lesnar run. Because uh, there were some rumors and innuendo that if uh, they were going to sign Kane, which they eventually did, having Brock squash Kofi on the SmackDown on Fox premiere was going to lead to Brock versus Kane for the title. But uh, things didn't pan out the way they wanted. In a way, they kind of got a, uh, a desirable result with the rise of Drew McIntyre and all that. But yeah. now, the fact that he was even a WWE champion to begin with is, is kind of just a blip on the radar. Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, said, with, with a Kane Velasquez like signing, it's just for the name value, eh? It's what he's got the Rey Mysterio plug. He's got he's got street cred with all the Mexicans. That's true. He does bring in one very specific demographic because he was a cult hero as a UFC fighter. But in WWE in pro wrestling, he was just some dude who wanted to try this out. So I am. It's unfortunate. Yeah. I actually remember reading an article a while back that was uh, talking about the next big Latino star. It was written by, uh, I can't remember which publication I found it in, but it was written because Eddie Guerrero had just passed. And the WWE was absent a, a huge Latino star other than Rey Mysterio. And a lot of these names were on the list. You had, of course, Ray, and you had at the time, uh, 
Like you, you had at the time other wrestlers who were with other promotions, but at the very bottom of said list was Kane Velasquez, and I always wondered what it'd be like if Kane Velasquez actually entered the WWE. Fast forward to right now, after all the fanfare, it feels like what you guys just said, a wasted pick. Yeah, sobrang sayang. And I, I wish na I didn't have to uh, be that way. Um, especially because you know, sobrang affect yung, yung Kofi Kingston championship. And then again, I wouldn't know if there would be a better way to actually resolve your story in Kofi as champion. It's just really, really unfortunate that um, that they weren't able to do much with Cain Velasquez. Here's the point that I wrote. They didn't do anything with Cain Velasquez. Yeah, yeah, they didn't. They, nothing uh, they, nothing they major. They used him for the Blood Money Show, which was fine, sure, whatever. Uh, mm-hmm. But um, Ro brought up this point earlier, which I forgot that thanks to you, Cam. It's like, uh, you had to go shopping again uh, while I was trying to turn it up. Uh, these are the problems. Welcome back to Snapstone Internet, baby! No, no, this is, not, this is not something worth celebrating. I actually forgot my point. Oh, damn. Okay, sorry. Yeah. Um. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Shit, wait, sorry. Yeah, no, yeah, this is not worth I'm, I'm legitimately blanking because of you. The pros are all right. I, I, I totally forgot what I was going to say. So, if anyone who's watching actually has an idea where uh, I was going to leave this, and if, uh, for some reason you read my mind, I'd appreciate, uh, I'd appreciate some help. What was I talking about before Camus interrupted Gina? Uh, can you help me out here? I can't remember. Can you guess? Yes, yes, clearly, Thomas. Thanks. Uh, please. Cain, I'm, trying, I'm trying to figure it out. Cain Velasquez. Cain Velasquez. Kobe Kingston run being interrupted. No, it is not interrupt. It, it's just that it's uh, so nasayang. You know? uh, okay. I, I'm really trying to back read through the, the chat or our chat uh, outside of the podcast because um, this was brought up by Rhodes yesterday. Oh, there, yeah. I remember now. Oh, wait. I need to shut up, specifically you, Camus. So, Cain uh, Velasquez gets released, right? And he's one of the last names that actually gets announced. And mm-hmm. it's unfortunate that he could be could have been one of the first guys released since he doesn't really need the WWE money. Like, if the idea was to actually save and cut costs, they could have started with Cain. Because it's a big value of contract. Niya. Like, why did they have to start letting go of the mid-carders and the lower-card wrestlers who probably needed the money more than someone like Cain Velasquez, who wasn't even appearing on the show anyway and hasn't appeared since the end of 2019? Mm. You good? You good? I guess I can't answer the question. Yeah, that was a point. Because I think, I think, and this is just me, this is conspiracy Camus talking now. Now, at the end of the day, what happens with Cain Velasquez is that he has, he was high upside. Imagine him as a high upside type guy, but coming off of suspect needs. The thing with that is, as you know, as many of you may know, wrestlers rely on their knees to do what they do in the ring. If he could never get fully cleared for, say, for example, anything more than a run-in or a quick squash of sorts, the way that he was used in uh, Crown Jewel, Blood Money, sorry, WWE Blood Money in Saudi Arabia, then 
they, they were just holding out na parang, okay, wait, maybe there is time for him to heal, maybe there's time for him to train a bit more, get a little less green, and maybe that's what they were banking on. So, I think that they were waiting on like the last possible, okay, wala na talaga, we have to sack him, we have to give up, you know, whatever it is, because they need to save money, and I think at the end of the day, I said, Kane is one of those guys that you sort of forgot was in the WWE. And I so, feel... Sorry, go ahead. You talk with your no, point? No, no, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. Okay, and I feel like Kane Velasquez suffered under one of those... Uh, being part of those one of those storylines that just get put under the rug by the WWE. This is a company, after all, that's been notoriously dropping storylines out of nowhere. The power, one week it's there, the next week it's not acknowledged whatsoever. So I feel like Kane suffered that blunt of that, wherein he was supposed to be this next big thing, but because there were other things that were prioritized, somebody like Kane Velasquez, Kane Velasquez in the WWE uh, was just forgotten. Yeah, um, he had that one story with Rey Mysterio, uh, they were supposed to be family and all that, and uh, see Ray rest back Kane against Brock or the other way around. And then, you know, Ray got subsequently drafted to Raw. So, you know, parang, I, I don't even I don't even know anymore, man. You know what's sad though? Actually, no, I have to ask, who do you, whose WWE career this year was sadder? Kane Velasquez or Gronk? Because at least Gronk won a title. Yeah, Gronk won a title. He was at WrestleMania. He's got money, and he uh, apparently his NFL career is alive again. So I'd say Gronk had a pretty good 2020, all things considered. Yeah. I mean, I mean, Gronk was a WWE superstar for all of a few months, compared to Kane Velasquez, who was there for almost a year, training and developmental for all this time, and then went on the guy. So there's no comparison. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and you know, uh, I, I just wish that if they really had to like let go of people for budget reasons and stuff. San inunan narin si Kane Velasquez. Not that I want anyone to get fired. It's just that you know um, he's the most expendable, and he didn't need the money, or he didn't need the job security. I don't know, like he's probably fine. We, can, we can't say that. Stuff. We can't say that, dude. No, you can't say that. Not not about UFC fighters, dude, because. The way the UFC pays people is very suspect and has been ever since what Chuck Liddell days. Yeah, that's true. Like, I don't know. I'm not sure about UFC. I don't think he's Manny Pacquiao though, so like, I, I don't know. Oh, no, no, even close. Okay, so let me let me just paint the picture for you, Stan. Um, Ken Velasquez was heavyweight champion for the better part of a year and a half, and then constantly in contention. During um, one of the most profitable periods of UFC, so that um, the base, the base of of the um, how do you say this? The base money that you would get as a UFC fighter was pretty good, but imagine the salary cap still going up. That's what was happening with during Kane's time. So it's not Scotty levels. It's not Scotty Pippen levels of oh, I'm underpaid, but he wasn't making like millions upon millions of dollars in the way that Gronk is making on guaranteed money in the NFL. So with Kane Velasquez, now 
say, okay, say for example, he makes a million dollar payday for one fight, but you can only really have four conceivable fights at heavyweight, at heavyweight at that time, even as champion, you were, you were at tops making five M a year. Like, thereabouts, from UFC alone. And considering that Cain Velasquez may have been heavyweight champion, it's not, it's not unreasonable to think that he's made some money, but not the money on the level that, say, for example, what? Let's, let's take Randy McCarter. Heath Slater. Heath Slater probably had, has more career earnings than Cain Velasquez does. Like, to be honest. Like, from what I can compute in my head off of the top right now without looking at any figures. All right. You know, uh, uh, just sorry, I guess on thing. Velasquez isn't coming straight from the UFC. He spent a lot of time in Mexico, and I'm sure he stayed as, well, as good, if not the less than he was making in the UFC. Because he wouldn't jump ship that quickly if he was going to take such a massive pay cut. You know, it's that's the thing with Triple A. You're not sure. You're not sure about um, how much money they paid him. But it, it is there. All right. Okay. Uh, you good, Camus? You good, Chino? I'm good. I'm good. And according to Babyface producer Ryan, so are our guests. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Uh, before we get to our guests, shout out really quickly to some folks right through there. I'm reading through your comments. Uh, say hi to Bruce, Nikki Boy, uh, hi to Jackie, uh, Charlie Sand, all the way from the US watching us live. Good morning. Hi to JK and Rhea. And uh, yeah, uh, Stephen, not used to Camus having such a clear signal. Well, uh, uh, join the club because the rest of us are also not used to this. So. Without further ado, let's bring in our guests. They're ready to jump in and join us on the call. We've been excited for this, so let's introduce them properly. Please welcome Mark Thompson and Patty Chu. How's it going, guys? Hello. Hi. <laughs> How are you guys? <laughs> welcome <laughs> to the Podcast. Thanks, man. Oh, hi, Mark and Patty. If you see this, my internet is... Terribly. Spotty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you. No, but it's actually working tonight. I just, I, I prepared that in just advance, in case. Of, like, just in case this, this goes bad. Yeah, okay. uh, explain to let's give, give it some context. So long-time viewers of, uh, of the podcast and listeners as well uh, have had to bear with Camus' very spotty internet since <laughs> began, which is only oh. funny because he lives in a very harsh subdivision. Get it wrong. He's not just from Makati, he's from the posh part of Makati. Yeah, I think, exactly I I think it's a work, man. I think he's been doing this, you know, to, to get some heat. <laughs> I, I think it's a work. This <laughs> internet thing, man, it's a work. It's a work. <laughs> it's not a work, man. It's not work. It's real. Okay, wait. I was actually going to say, before like before we were going to go on air, I was going to say, guys, I, find, I finally found out why internet across the board has been a little spotty is because there was undersea cable damage to the internet connections coming into the Philippines. Damn. Right. Okay. Oh, that's that's why, that's why, is that why WWE Network doesn't really work out? Like, dude. It's so it's so it lags. It lags. Our account lags. 
good to know na hindi lang ako kasi uh, I also have to deal with the lag and buffering of the network which really sucks. I unsubscribed by the way. I was telling Mark this earlier before we yeah. went oh, I unsubscribed after they released Black Wednesday. After Black yeah. Wednesday, parang my form of protest, right? So I don't feel too bad. Parang hindi parang kawala. We're we're keeping the account because I like going back to the past WrestleManias, Royal Rumble. So yeah, we, we, we were just watching. Um, we were just watching the the um, the Attitude Era. The like the, the I didn't realize they had that storyline. We have the ruthless aggression, but there's the Attitude Era. Yeah, and I, we started watching that, but the the problem was wasn't the content. It was once we would get halfway through an episode into the good bits, it would start lagging. It would stop. Just going like, "What's happening, guys?" You're trying to watch a documentary, or you're trying to watch a show, and yeah. it yeah. lags like right when, the, when it gets good and stuff. So, you know. Hey, I gotta ask: Have you guys seen the Dark Side of the Ring? That that recent We've um, from seen Vice? a few. We've seen a few. I've been following it this episode today. We fell into a black hole after watching that. that. Was As it. in, in, in <laughs> YouTube, ako tas puro yun lang yung sinesearch ko. <laughs> so how depressing was it? How depressing was it for you guys? Um, man, like, well, we're talking about Benoit here. We didn't do anything the whole day. Yeah, like. <laughs> Yeah, we didn't do anything. Wala, I was just I was lying down on the bed lang and like yeah, we're, we're watching gonna... watching his past um his past matches. Yeah, we... we 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 watched the documentary and we were like I want to see his old matches. I I miss him and Eddie. And like dude, that guy was falling apart, but we didn't realize how dark it was. We kind of like always thought, "Nah, nah, he didn't do that." But <laughs> no. no. We were like, oh, I I think can't make the Hall of Fame ever, bro. We were thinking the the documentary would have some sort of like conspiracy theory kind of thing. None, yeah. no, none whatsoever. We were hoping. <laughs> but I mean, no, there is there is no redemption for for him after this. He's in hell, like yeah. Randy. Like Randy said, he's in hell. But uh, like you, his son, though, man, he super looks like him. It's fucking crazy. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Can I cuss? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Fuck oh, shit, yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, we have the explicit tag. Is he training for AEW? Is he training for AEW? Do you guys know? We don't know. We don't know. Wait, no, I, I, he's, he's still on independence. He's not yeah. part of the I'm AEW. Like, okay. And then, he's doing <laughs> research. Doing yeah. that so, research. So is, he like, yeah. is he like his dad or is he like different? Like, took a different style type thing. Do you guys I haven't, know? I haven't, seen, I haven't seen enough of his work. I haven't yeah. seen enough of his work to say. But you can expect, like, I have a feeling, like, when I, from what I've seen of him, he might be a suplexing type of guy, but I yeah. think, I, I know he's not going to do the, the head. Diving that's head, for but, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, Man. no, please don't. No more. Then what about the head, the diving head, but... Yeah, yeah, that's what got him. What was that? What do they call it? The diving headbutt. Yeah, uh, concussions. Yeah, straight down. Nothing stopping you. Nothing breaking your fall. So. You know, and and we were watching the matches from like we were watching Mania twenty like a couple weeks ago just because. Oh man! Oh and, man! Like, and but we would watch their hits, right? Like they're so rough. Like they're yeah. so rough compared to now, and like, you know how. You can sell getting hurt, like you can tell he it's fucking it face hurts. first, yeah. and it's like oh shit, it's just rough. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah, man. I mean, 
as like sorry, I'm I'm the one wrestler on the cast today. So it's like when you when you see people training to do things with their head, it usually doesn't involve falling that high up and that unprotected. Yeah. So it's man. like nah, man, you don't yeah. you don't like now that we know better, no one should ever do a diving headbutt. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's about it. Yo, before before we get before we get deeper, just a quick side note. Do you, did you guys see? Um, I think it was All In when uh, Sean Spears smashed Cody on the head. Was that yeah. was that a work? The chair, the chair. Yeah, the chair shot. Was that a work? He or was, was bleeding. I'm guessing. I'm guessing it was a work. But I, I there, there's no way you can fake a headshot, right? Yeah, dude, yeah. man, that shit was nuts. It reminded me of Foley and the Rock type. type. <laughs> I, I remember hearing reports online that said Cody actually asked Sean Spears to hit him on the head as best as he could. Sean Spears, of course, being a safe worker, every Ionia, but then Cody was able to convince him to do it. That's why the, the hit wasn't as hard as it could have been, you know? It wasn't, yeah. a, full force, it wasn't a full force attitude era hit. I mean, it still gushed the, the, it, the it's it's crazy for our time now. Yeah, See, yeah. I played dark side of the ring because this interview just started on a very dark and depressing note. I'm gonna pull out of the rabbit hole before things get too dark. Right? Uh, what an impression to make. Uh, I, I, Patty, I haven't met you before, so like I. Oh wait, before that, you talk to Patty real quick. My dog needs to pee. I gotta put him outside real quick. Hold on. Oh, go, Sorry, go, go. I'm not coming. Wait, wait, can you put your dog on the stream? Put your dog on the stream quick. <laughs> yeah. Bullet, come. So, yeah, so uh, Mark, is getting, Mark is getting their baby. There you go. So let's put them on the screen. Oh my god, it's such an adorable. Oh my god. Wow. Wow. Wait, so his <laughs> name's Bullet or her name? Yeah, Bullet. His, his, his name. name. All right. All right, so let's. Wait, this is like how we're just going off the list now. But I gotta tell everyone, uh, like right before we started, right before uh, Babyface producer Ryan let Patty and Mark in on the call, Mark sends me this long ass outline. And it's a list of things. And it's like, hey, we no, oh, about I was supposed to that. send that to Patty. Like, the, we, because we were like, hey, if we ever get lost, these are the things we could talk about. I guess Wait, I sent it to you. I, I think. Yes, I was like, wow, wow. Like you like DJ in him, you can't, you can't take it away from him. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. You that was supposed to be for fatty guys. Those are one of the things that you can take take off from him. Na parang lahat na outline, lahat na plano. Yeah, yeah. Stan knows how it is on radio, so like, if we ever get lost, we can go back here. But that was supposed to be for everybody. <laughs> I was really surprised that the two of you were fans to begin with. Because I think I found out that you were fans when uh, there's a Facebook group on PWR roster. We have this guest list, right? And then I see the names Mark Thompson and Patty Tew under Chino Lito's guest list. And I was like, wait, look, these guys are fans? So oh, apparently, yeah. apparently you guys had met him uh, at, at, uh, at a cruise ship. Yes, yeah. we did. Yes, we, were, we did. We were at, job, at his day job. Yeah, yeah. years ago, I think. So, yeah. so he, we go. He goes. Yeah, I'm in. We're into the, like uh, the local wrestling, and 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 he told us all all about PWR. And then, like when we got to talking on the the cruise ship, we just geeked out on wrestling. And then I asked him what his finisher was, 
and I couldn't believe it was the stomp. It, it, is it still the stomp? It's, yeah, it's, it's still, still the stomp. The stomp. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we got to watch it last homecoming. Yeah, homecoming. Yay! Homecoming, we finally got to yeah. watch it. Oh, that, that thing with Bawa, Bawa Clan was, was dope. Yeah, Stan, yeah, that was dope. Was <laughs> Thank you. You know, this last week, we were talking about segment, like how that was thrown together and how that came about. So, it was Yeah, that was awesome. That was awesome. <laughs> so, let's start so Bobby, your, uh, your fandom as a whole. Like, how did you guys even get into wrestling? Uh, we can probably go ladies first and let's start with Patty. How did you get into wrestling? Me, I used to watch it in Jack TV. That's what I remember. I think I was in grade school until high school. So, the era I really watched were Attitude Era and Ruthless Aggression. So, yun talaga. After nun, nung si Sh- what I remember is that when Seamus was champ na, parang I stopped watching because I grew up na rin eh. <laughs> parang, parang nagdalaga ako. So, so nag-stop ako manood. And then, when we were dating, I think he, he interviewed the big show. Yeah, so, th- so this is how I found out she was into wrestling. So, um, we were, we just started dating, and um, I was leaving, and she go uh, she goes, where are you going? I'm like, um, I'm about to go interview the Big Show because I'm like a, such a fan, but I was kind of embarrassed about at that time being being a wrestling fan. And then she goes, oh, she goes, oh, the Big Show, and then well, she starts singing, and I'm like, oh. let's talk more about this when I get back. So did the whole Big Show interview. Oh. Oh, Mark. The the process of thinking about proposing started from that moment. No, but 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 for real though, for, for real, like uh, as as soon as I found out she was into wrestling, I started to ask her like, "Hey, do you still watch?" And then because I used to have to sneak, you know, like because people are adults. In in our line of work and wrestling isn't something they talk about, so I would watch. No. <laughs> I would watch highlights. Like I still watch until like leading up to meeting her, and then eventually when I when I said, "Hey, are you up to date?" and she says, "The last people I remember was when it was like JBL, Eddie, Brock, Brock. Like I was like, "Okay, so let me introduce you to AJ Styles. He just moved in." And then he was like, "Who's AJ Styles?" Oh. I, I framed it. I was like, "This was him." In TNA, so he basically gave me a walk. Yeah, and then after ruthless aggression, yeah, present. Yeah, and then okay, here's Bullet Club, <laughs> and this is why this is incredible. Then I showed her the the lead up and how how great he is, and then Finn Balor, Bullet Club, all that stuff, and then and CM Punk pipe bombs, like what she missed, and then when we were oh. up to speed, when we were up to speed, every week there was even a point where I was starting to hate it. And then she'd be like, "Come on, I gotta watch the highlights. What are you doing?" <laughs> yeah, parang yun life namin nagrevolve around watching highlights for like for the last few years. Yeah, we've been together we're, we're I think four years now. Yeah. yeah, and then we we we're not like heavy into like New Japan and um, like Ring of Honor and stuff like that. But when we see highlights on our feeds, we'll watch it. But it, we're really heavy with, of course, WWE. Um, AEW and also NXT, so that's NXT. what we, yeah, that's what we follow. But and um, yeah, adults, right? <laughs> we're adults and we try to make money and stuff. And I say this all the time, but I'm here to watch everything. So I confirm that me, but you can know like NJPW or DDT or Ring of Honor. I'm like, dude, I just don't have enough time for all yeah. this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, for for those of you guys that can't watch three hour shows, the the um, the 
the highlights I do is wrestling reality, and it's it's like it's re it's good enough. Like it gets you the good bits, but for ad libs, it's shit. Like for matches, it's good, but for ad libs, you don't get the gist of it. So yeah, yeah. And yeah. lately, we haven't been watching highlights because <laughs> it feels a little empty, and it yeah. kind of reminds you that yep. there's something going on with the world. So we just watch uh, Wrestle Talk news. Yeah, Wrestle Talk yeah. news. Um, yeah, yeah, that's pretty much it. Sad lately. Sorry, how did you get into wrestling? Me? Oh my god, I wish I had the photo of you with the John Cena spinner belt. So, <laughs> yeah, I was eight, I was no, 12, I think, and I had the spinner belt. So, I've been a wrestling fan since I first saw it on before Jack TV was Solar Sports for us in Angeles. And uh, the first segment I ever saw live, like live, I saw the Stone Cold stuff in The Rock, and I've heard about it. And I'm like this 10 year old boy. The first was when Chavo and Eddie were tag teams uh, going for the belts. Yeah, the Guerreros. So, so as soon as I saw that, my dad starts laughing and he's like, "Oh, you're into the, you're into the, you're into the fake, the fake fighting." I was like, "But, it, but it's not fake. It's real." So, ever since my dad started to say, "I sh like it's fake," not don't watch it, but it's fake. I was like, I was like, nah, this shit can't be fake. I was like, Dad, look at this shit, it's real. <laughs> and then, so it's been an uphill battle and fights with my pillows. And for some reason, when I was a kid, we had a steel chair at home, and I had a my uh, my sister oh, had a lot no. of balls, so I had a lot of playing. Yeah. But in a way, it was kind of sadistic because I would do the 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 chairs to the neck with um, you know, when <laughs> when, when Shawn Michaels. Got stomped on by Batista wow. with the chair. I used to do that shit, and my parents were concerned about their ten-year-old kid doing this kind of shit. But so, yeah. But like, uh, I became a hardcore fan, and in in Australia, my dad would buy DVDs, and because I wouldn't be allowed to buy it, so he would buy me like the pay-per-views I couldn't watch at the time, like the older ones, like the No Mercies, mm. the Armageddon's. He would buy me DVDs nice. on the way back, so. I was always, yeah, I was always a fan from the moment I watched. And then, and then even, like, even if I soldiered through the Seamus era, the PG era, <laughs> you know, there was still CM Punk to keep me going, you know what I mean? <laughs> so, so, yeah, yeah, all the way up to now. So that was me. So oh, the belts, uh, I got it too. So. Yeah, so I, I've seen your Instagram. Like, I think before you and I actually met at Wave, uh, see Chino Gito told me that you were a wrestling fan. So I went through your Instagram and I did see some of those pictures with you and the belt. I was like, okay, this guy is legit. This guy is legit. And I had to tell uh, the listeners this story because when you and I met at Wave, um, I forgot like how we brought it up. I think it was you know, in, in cruise ship with Chino, right? And uh, you guys started riffing off each other with with the wrestling references. Bam, 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 bam. And then Danny Boy and Dash and the other DJs and the we were like, what the fuck are these two guys talking about? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Already? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, the, and they were like, well, it's all about hip hop here, bro. Yeah, I was like, no. I kind of got, got a wrestling side to me, too. You know, basic thugonomics, motherfuckers. Let's be real here. <laughs> word life! Yeah, word, word life. life. So you guys work in the club scene, and um, I understand that wrestling is not for everybody, sure. But like, how do you guys, um, uh, did you guys ever have to go through a phase where you had to hide your fandom from the people in the scene? But ah, it's, it's probably not cool, or it kind of makes us look like dorks or whatever. I kind of draw some of my visual inspiration from their, from their um, promos, like... 
may visual sometimes yung kung ano yung graphics na lumalabas sa yeah. promos nila and when they come out from their entrance. I even played Shinsuke's song in one in of, one of her sets. festival sets. Oh, I edited it. Damn! So, yeah. When I played Dude. it, it was cool because people were like, nah, nah. Like, I think it was Hydro, right? Yeah. Hydro. Um, Hydro. Which hydro? Splash. Hydro splash, and and they okay. were singing it, dude. And like the video clip they had was the the person filming was like tang ina na ako mora, like like that. That's what they were saying on the clips and singing along. Oh, oh guys, did you tweet it out and tag Nakamura? Um, no. I think in one story, I did. Yeah, yeah. but uh, the cool thing with with Patty is she was never she's never shy of it. I was kind of always a fan. But then when I decided to move out and move into a completely new city, in, which is Metro Manila, I decided maybe I shouldn't talk about it right now. <laughs> but, but as soon as I, as soon as, you know, she was hella open about it, like I was like, oh, so I can be a fucking geek about it too. Like, yeah. and then she starts showing me her, um, her Randy Orton action <laughs> figures and shit. So I'm like, hey, we're cool. We're cool. Yeah, Seamus. <laughs> So yeah, <laughs> so as soon as, as soon as I realized it was it was cool, it became our kind of escape. Yeah, it became our escape from work. Like it's our off switch. It was our. And off it's, switch. A, it's our bonding time also to to rant to each other if we don't like the storyline. Like, or how could you yeah. fuck up Finn, Finn Balor's push? How could you fuck up? You know, EC3 Ricochet. How man? How can you fuck? Ricochet's doing okay now. Ricochet yeah, but, is in a good place now. Yeah, but then after after having a match with Brock, fucking oh, yeah. right? Are you fucking kidding me? Losing yeah. to the next day? The yeah. fuck was that about? Yeah. Not oh, even like yeah. a, it was a squash. Not even a decent <laughs> fucking lock. You know, not yeah, even let's a, paint a picture of your tastes. Let's paint a picture of your tastes right now, because uh, um, everybody's got their favorites. Like a uh, quick intro of the guys. Like comes for example, is a huge Sami Zayn mark. Like anything Sami Zayn. He goes crazy. He met Sammy when they were here last September, and he fucking lost. Fair enough. Fair enough. Wait, before we go there, before before we go there, can I just say, Patty met Bailey. I think it's the same same time you (laughs) you um you met uh, Charlotte and Cesaro. But like when Patty met Bailey, we all got our photos, and it was just before she turned heel here in Manila for the yeah yeah and like everyone got a photo, but obviously Bailey was tired. But you know, Patty did the best thing. She was like. How heavy is the belt? And she goes, here, <laughs> hold it. And then everyone's like, oh, oh my she got the it belt. I held oh, the belt. belt. She got the fucking belt. And she was Wait like, Wait up. <laughs> Wait up, Patty. You guys were doing the interviews, like the solo interviews. No, we were just fans um, that time. Yeah, yeah. We were, we were okay. there with Sila Jaco. Yeah, Sila Jaco. Yeah, Jaco. Okay. And- yeah. I, so I've not seen those segments, but then it's like, I remember is taking place because that was right across the hall from where Chino and I were. Wait, wait, bro. Can we just say this? The one person <laughs> we wanted to meet was oh, yeah, fucking I Charlotte. I, I brought my Funko Pop of Charlotte, Charlotte Flair. Flair. We saw yeah. them by the entrance of Dude, the hotel. Kaso, walk past us. Yeah, so we were like, no. But then we were like, sh- we were like Charlotte? And, and then she smiled at us and she was holding hands with Andrade. Andrade. And then we were like, oh, oh shit. shit. And then we just kept going. <laughs> I have to tell you guys this. <laughs> I was just I to tell you guys again. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, no. See, 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 see. 
I was with no. Camo during this meet and greet, right? With the the press uh the press tour representing the pod. And I brought my uh Kevin Owens Funko Pop because I knew that Kevin Owens was the guy we were going to be interviewing. It was all cool. I got to talk to Kevin Owens, but then when they told me that you couldn't take pictures with the wrestlers, I was so defeated. I just yeah. And then <laughs> hours later, I get a buzz on my phone with Cam saying, Chido, where are you? I just met Sammy Zane. And he's like, what did I leave? I heard yeah, they all went to Robinson's Galleria yeah, that day, dude. they were walking around yeah. Robinson's Galleria. No, 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 Dude, everyone's close to like going there. Can, should we stop there? So many lapid is a wave, right? And that was the one day that I took a day off of work because I had a booking, <sighs> had a booking with uh, with Dimmy that day. So I was like, fuck, so malas because I could have met Sammy and Kobe. Yeah. Dude. Even um, Big E, Big, Big e, e was walking around. around dude. Yeah, I saw Big E both walking around. Yeah. He was getting a uh, street food uh, near Pioneer Street. Oh, that's so cool. After the show. Everybody, all the people I watched the show with were like, I don't put the time Pioneer, they put the head. Wow. <laughs> Crazy, yeah. Yeah. So One thing I gotta tell you both is that I really respect how you guys all showed respect to the wrestlers, like with the Charlotte story. Like, oh, you know, she's tired, I don't want to bug her because yeah. other fans both in the Philippines and abroad would probably not even think about that. They'd be like, we see idol, lapis natin. Oh, yeah. We, it kind of showed on their faces na parang they smiled, pero pagod talaga, dude. Like, pagod na pagod yung mature nila. Yeah, like, I mean, like we, we, we've been through, we've done, like, gigs and stuff, and it's, uh, a lot of people want to usually meet Patty and stuff, especially when we go towards, like, airports or when we're close to the venue. But sometimes there are times where, you know, we just came from a gig, uh, waited all day at the airport, took the flight, got there, haven't even eaten yet, haven't even slept, and then we have to, you know, client yeah, wants course, us to do a tour. You, you have to, you, you want to be nice. Yeah. But I mean, it doesn't show You're just your, exhausted. your facial expression. So, naintindihan ko parang, okay. Uh, yeah, maybe not. Yeah, there are moments. Maybe next time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, that's why we kind of figured maybe, maybe not. Maybe it's not the best time yet, so. Mark, yeah. you did the big show interviews in 2016, right? That was at Pothead. So I was there too. Um, were you guys at the event, a single live event at the Moa Arena um, that weekend? I wasn't. I wasn't invited to the event that time. I, I just got to meet the Big Show. I th- it was for Wave. H Town yeah. had to interview him, and he he called me up, and I was in Pampanga. I took I took like a time off at Wave, and uh, he goes, "Hey, do you know anything about wrestling?" I was like, "Fuck yeah, man!" And he was like, "I need you to drive over to Manila. You're gonna talk to the Big Show." I was like, what? I was like, fuck, dude, let's go. <laughs> so, so that was it. I took the bus. No, I think I was driving already. I drove to Manila and then um, that week and then went to Patty's and then, yeah, started started planning. So, yeah, 2016, the big show. I, I haven't seen a live show since this, this last time. Yeah. So I haven't seen a live That's show true. ever since that. Not even independent. That SmackDown was my first ever live show. And I totally... I totally get it now, dude. Like you're kind of tipsy on beer, 
Uh, you know, yeah, like you're you're fucked, and then like yeah, you you got the guys who are just excited to be there. You got the motherfuckers who are starting chants all the time. It's like calm down, yeah. man. <laughs> like they're just there to start chants. Okay, and then, <laughs> yeah. you, you got the guys who just eat, and you got the guys who just stand while while they're in front of you and have no regard for the person behind them. It was the best <laughs> experience of my life, and I gotta say, when Kevin right. Owens. Entrance theme hit, bro. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's so good, man. No, 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 no. Oh, shit. First match that you missed, Stan. Dude, yeah, it was the best. Yeah, and, and dude, I, I love how Andrade was like fucking with the crowd. Like, we're all like, Kevin Owens. And he was like, Kevin Owens. Like, fuck that shit. I was like, yes. Okay, actually, that, like, that match that they did in Manila is a masterclass on how to wrestle without wrestling. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. they killed five minutes. Yeah, just fucking with the ground. Yeah. yeah. Just fucking with the ground, man. It's so good. They did during that show was just, it was so entertaining and you didn't realize, hey, these two haven't done anything yet. But yeah. So Yo. Yeah. We came to the realization because we were such fucking critics before that. Like, we were just over critics. Like, we were fucking questioning every fucking storyline. You know what I mean? Like, going that hard. And then when we finally watched it live, we were both like, maybe we need to chill the fuck out because it's... it's, I think we should just start enjoying wrestling again. Because it's actually really fun live. I kind of get it now. Yeah. I appreciate your self-awareness, but oh, I think we're getting a little too smarty here. And this is yeah. really interesting for me because I know that, Paddy, I know you read Smart Henry. Yeah, yes! I'm a super, like, follower. Any, anything that they share, I share it also. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so, like, that's when I figured out, oh, these guys, these guys actually know their stuff. Because if they're reading Smart Henry, it means that the level of uh, smartness is at least at a certain peg. Yeah. They just got got a point where we became wrestling writers. No, this sh- this should be <laughs> how should it's be done. Like and it's like, we're like, you know what? We should just enjoy the fucking product. Like, we're so affected, you know, but in a negative yeah. way. So what, what brought about that uh, feeling uh, where you went from a fan to being a critic almost? Like how, how did that happen? When, oh, I think when they were pushing Roman Reigns too much. Yeah. That, that Wait, Ro- Roman, the Roman push, yeah. Yeah, the Roman push was too much to do. When that shit was force-fed. Because they're force-feeding it. Yeah. And finally, they didn't wait for it to be natural, natural push. And then we felt guys that deserved yeah. a, a slot. Like, for example... Um, Drew McIntyre, which he got... Yeah, started. Drew McIntyre. We got Cedric Alexander at the time. Apollo. Yes. We were like, yo, they're so much better. Like, why are they... EC3. Yeah, EC... Yeah. She, oh. That's her favorite. Super. EC3. Dude, like, yeah. she is hardcore EC3. And, and she was like, why the fuck aren't I seeing him on TV? And we're getting so much of blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, so... That's that's kind of where it started. The Roman Reigns force feeding. We were like, nah, we don't like this. But did yeah. you guys ever get to a point that you would tweet about it? Because yeah, but like there are different levels of sparkiness. Yeah, oh, were you guys typing tweet about like, you know, I don't like this Roman Reigns push. I uh, said Alexander getting buried. Blah blah blah. Hashtag bro. Hashtag SmackDown. Yeah, ako sa Facebook. Si Patty. Yeah, Patty. Tapos parang yung mga nagreact ako lang din yung mga friends na nanonood ng reaction. Yeah, there's like a, like five people who react to us, but we're happy with the five, five reactions. Like we're ha- we're happy with the five hearts and. 
And like what, what what's cool is we usually only do it pay-per-views when we finally see the end of the storyline because it's hard to judge a storyline halfway through. That's, that's true. Be, yeah, so so usually it's by pay-per-view. We're like, all right, now now that it's done, that was bullshit. Or all right, now that it's done, I see what they did there. Yeah. 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 So, so that's pretty uh, much us. How do people in uh, in your line of work react when they realize that? Oh, hey, these two guys are wrestling fans. Like, wh- what type of responses do you get? Oh, they they just always say, "Grab it, sabran hardcore nyo." As in, random na random nyo yung nangyayari sa WWE world nyo, no? Ganon ganon magyasahan yung mga friends ko na babae. Or they always yeah. say, they always say parang ano ba yan? Sobrang fake naman yan. Ba't ka ba niya nanonood? And my response would be, Game of Thrones is also not real. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah. Diba? It's like our own, it's like our own series. Yeah. But it just never ends. Like, you guys get a series ender. We don't. We get highlights. We get pay-per-views. <laughs> Go fuck yourselves. <laughs> yeah. But it's yeah, the exact same analogy. Like whenever someone gives me the, you know, what, it's fake, right? I'm like, Emilia uh, Clark's not really a mother of God. <laughs> yeah, no, but the hits are real, bro. It's just predetermined, you know. Yeah. Like that's we know Thank it's you. predetermined, but we just want to see this beautiful play come to life, you know. Like, and when we get lost in this play, we know, oh shit, that was incredible. Uh, <laughs> like, there's only you don't experience the rumble we just had ever. Like that was the one of the be- most beautiful rumbles ever. Or you, you don't get to see matches like um, Brock Lesnar and Kurt Angle on a SmackDown like back then. You don't get to see matches like that all the time. So yeah. when you see a beautiful masterpiece like that, you got to be like, yo, that was incredible. I got lost there. Like, uh, you, yeah. you passed most recent Royal Rumble. We had to watch it four times. As in, sabi ko, can we watch so Royal Rumble so again? That was so fucking good. So good. Uh, like, yeah, initially... Well. The women's rumble with the Otis and Mandy, we were like, yeah, yo, I that was it, so I thought, how can you yeah. top that? How can you ah! top that? That was awesome. And then the men's rumble with Brock winning, we're like, is he going to fucking, fucking win? win? And then and then the rumble part two, we were like, what, what? the yeah. fuck, dude? And then we almost thought it was Roman, and we're like, are yeah, you no, fucking I was, kidding me? I was already so disappointed. <laughs> last two, last two, I was like, no fucking way he's going to fucking win again. <laughs> wait, wait, no, 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 but wait. This is the first Roman that he's doing after cancer. Yeah, yeah. There is that. There is yeah. that. Yeah, so that's why we thought he was going to win, but we were both like... Yo, I really want we love you, but like, don't win everything right now. Like, w- like, <laughs> let us want you to work your way there because we've seen it. But like McIntyre, man. Yeah, like, I felt it. it. It's almost the same feeling I I got before Shinsuke won the past Royal Rumble. Yeah. Before he turned uh, and challenged AJ. Yeah, 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 yeah. And like, dude, imagine if they left Edge with McIntyre. It, and McIntyre still won. It would it wouldn't have been the same though. So yeah. they played it so well. It was incredible. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, it was incredible, man. So we're talking yeah. about Nakamura and Bruce off of the life. He has a question. He's asking, aside from Shinsuke Nakamura's team, have there been other WWE team songs or wrestling team that you've played at Graves? Oh, a lot. I played Brock Lesnar's uh, entrance. Actually, we did the live. We we have a live DJ set. Me and Mark. We call it. Uh, no, on the fly funhouse. Based off of <laughs> Ray Wyatt's Firefly Funhouse. 
Uh-huh. Yeah. And we did a wrestling theme, so she did her little routine. Yeah, I did the uh, Brock Lesnar theme. Yeah. I scratched it with another hip-hop beat. And then you played Edges. Edge. Edge. Yeah, I played Edge. I played Evolution. The game mixed that with... A, uh, thugonomics. I mixed the Thugonomics and scratched that into the new one. Um, All right. Yeah, I did a few things. I did. Um, I think we should record that and send it. Yeah, we'll send it to you. Yeah, we'll send you a little mix. I would appreciate yeah. that so much. Yeah, we all would. So, like, oh. yeah, I even played the original Raw theme song that I got into. Like, uh, uh, move to the music. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's great. That's a good one. I, I went that hard. Yes. Yeah, so. It's so good shit. Yeah. We'll record it and send it to you guys. I'm looking forward to it already. Yeah. But from the female fans, senior, like how many of them are wrestling fans? Like, is there a big intersection? Oh, between... pag, pag parang nag-live kami, tapos nag-replay kami ng mga theme songs ng WWE. As in, we get replies na they know whose entrance song it is. So, majority, as in, of course, guys. Pero may mga girls din na nag-reply. But I'm like, yeah. oh, I know that song. From ganyan, ganyan. And then they, they, they request themselves, like, hey, can you play some... Sean Michaels or oh, Kenny Kenny. Yeah. Wow. yeah, so they, they end up requesting. Yeah, it gets fun. Again. Sorry? Oh, um, yeah. Minsan, Minsan. Yeah, Minsan. Pag nasa mood kami. Do take requests? It's like, yeah, so we, we, take, we take requests, but depends on the mood too. Like if we built, it's like building a match, right? And then yeah, somebody yeah, suggests, yeah. like, hey, do a frog splash. It's like, wait, man, like, just let, let me tell <laughs> wait, my, my story here. Like, we're building here, you know? So, yeah, it depends, depends. If, like, I hear something in the DJ world. Like, if, if it's, for example, if it's uh, Sai's birthday and, yeah. and he hired me and paid me a bunch of cash and he yeah. wants me to strictly play... Um, I don't know, fucking Sami Zayn's theme song the whole night. That's what he paid me to do. I'll do it. But if it's yeah. like a, a a bar set, you know, we'll we'll play what we like kind of thing. So it depends. It depends where you are. So that's a little. Seamus agrees. Seamus <laughs> agrees, bro. <laughs> yeah, you guys met over there at the WWE event in September, and a month later you were at Homecoming. So yeah, uh, they were just a month apart. So could you remember if there were any differences between a WWE crowd and a PWR crowd? Because first time you t- to experience yeah, first both time, it. first time, not in my experience, lalo with PWR. So brang ang ang ecstatic ng feeling, because locally made to eh. like. Like Filipino yung mga wrestlers, alam mo yun, nakakatuwa talaga. They're, they're a lot more hardcore. Like, and, like and, and they know how to stall the time. Parang ang, ang haba ng transition to the actual wrestling moves. Which I really like. Yeah, and like, like I, I love... I, who are those twins? I couldn't forget them. Um, Young you know twins! Yeah, dude. No. But I... I I, I don't know their names, but I remembered seeing them and like like just the way just, they're so cool. Yeah, they they were they were cool. I kind of forgot who was heel and who was face, but like it was just so entertaining to see a a different take. And of course, you know the production of WWE is insanely different, but like the True. rawness yeah, so raw. of, of PWR. Yeah, NXT. Kind yeah, of thing. NXT reminds me of it. 
Who who was the skinny dude again? Uh, he was really funny. Um, he wore the shiny pants. Ah uh, yeah yeah yeah. Skinny With dude. The, he's fancy. Fandango. Yeah, like like he and and he he does the ropes and stuff sometimes. Like Mark, I really enjoyed his match. It was right before the women's match, and that that lady was a beast ah, too. Ah yeah, Crystal. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, yeah. Before Crystal, no, that was Janet Vander. That is Janet Vander, wasn't it? No, was, I'm not sure. Yeah, that's from Janet Vander. You're right. Yeah, yeah, I'm right. I'm right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Janet Vander and Martivo. Dude, yeah. Well, Martivo starts skinny, so it couldn't be him. But yeah. Oh, uh, who was who was one more? I'm sorry, I just remembered. Who was the LGBT wrestler? Yeah, that's Martivo. That's Martivo. That, yeah, was, him, him. that was awesome too. So like, I also really like Jemmer Jim Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. yeah. Yes. So cool. I love I love it when when she yes. yung dance niya. Sorry. I'm gonna tell her after like after we get. I'm. I'm I would love to, to purchase a uh, merchandise of hers. <laughs> yo yo. I'm, a goal. I'll make that happen. I'll make that happen. A goal of mine would one day to be um, a heel ref. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> like PWR. I gotta do that once in my life. Like just be like a heel ref. Like like you know like that kind of thing. I can remember something happened with Bowel Clan, so maybe you can have a more complicated <laughs> ref. Like, you know, give me a little cash and I'll make sure you get the better end of the match type thing, you know. We got a question off the live feed from Steve Ray who's asking if you'll be given a chance to make your own wrestler name, what would it be? What was your uh, what was the name in your WWE game? <laughs> Shit, I don't know if I Mine was Mark the Machine. <laughs> Pretty boy, Pretty boy, something Thompson. <laughs> it's on my WWE. That was my, that was my shit. That was my. It's it's on my. That's your great wrestler. Yeah, but when I was a kid, when I was ten years old, doing the chair shit to the dolls, I, I was the Punisher in my head. That was my name. The Punisher. I was ten. I was ten. I was demented. Me, I don't, I don't have a name, but I would, I would love to use like a, a Finn Balor concept, like completely different me, as in painted red and all that shit. If I come, yeah. if I come up with a name, I'll let you know. <laughs> but by the way, Finn Balor compared to Prince Devitt is so far, man. Like, yes, yeah, dude. I don't know what. The, and and fucking um another one, Pac. Compared to Neville. Neville, what the fuck yeah. kind of shit oh, is man. that, dude? So like, oh, imagine, man. sorry, sorry, you get hired to WWE and I'm gonna call you Bob. Like, what the fuck kind of shit is that, bro? <laughs> All right, uh, we're down to our last 15 minutes. This went fast. This went fast. Yeah, this went fast. We want to play a game with you guys, and this is a game we played with Dino and Debbie Ten last week as well. So we're going to play a game. Uh, uh, we don't really have a name for it yet, but it's basically wrestler or porn star. <laughs> okay, okay. And we want you guys to figure out if this person is a wrestler or a porn star. So it's a race to five, right? Okay. Wait, I can actually use my sign. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okamas is going to use a sign. He's going to be the scorekeeper. Yeah, All right. So first to five. Uh, Patty, Mark, are you ready? Yeah. Ready. All right, here we go. Name number one is Big John Stud. Is Big John Stud a wrestler or a porn star? I say he's a wrestler. Porn star. 
All right, Mark says wrestler. Patty says porn star. Big John Studd is a wrestler. So what <laughs> yeah. Sounds like an 80s wrestler. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't know what the name wrestler. it doesn't give me <laughs> Stud. Right. Yeah, they came up with those names back in the day. Okay. <laughs> All right, next up, this next name. Abella Danger. Is Abella Danger a wrestler or a porn star? Porn star. It sounds like a wrestler, but I'm gonna say porn star <laughs> because you like to fuck with us. A <laughs> <laughs> better danger is indeed a porn star. Uh, that's one point. All right. for them, Like with Dina and Debbie, they were really debating about it. <laughs> I, can, I can imagine. I can imagine Dina and Debbie. So these guys know their stuff. Alright, let's start for them. Next name, next name. Joey Ryan. Is Joey Ryan a wrestler or a porn star? Definitely sounds like a wrestler, but I'm gonna say a porn star. He sounds like, I feel like he's in top one on one of the sites. <laughs> porn star, yeah. Well. Joey Ryan is actually a wrestler. Oh! <laughs> However! However, did he do porn after? No, no. Yung gimmick niya is edits niya, basically. So he was, he was endorsed by Pornhub. Wow. You porn kasi. Ah, you porn ba? Sorry. Yeah, he would flip the guy. Damn. So, so some Valvina shit. Grab it to his nutsack, and then he flip it to his Uncensored Valvina's. Look on online, it's hilarious. Okay. He's we got great highlights. I want to see that. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Alright. Uh, no, he, he was actually the original tag team partner of Candice LeRae. Oh, what? okay. I shit you not. I shit you not. That's, yeah. like, that's how I found out about Candice LeRae. They were the world's cutest tag team. Yeah. Whoa. Whoa. They, have, they actually have a great match with the Young Bucks that I'll try and find and send you guys after this. Oh, wow. Damn. Okay. Shit. Wait, before we go, before we, we continue, I just got to say, Revival move in. I'm so fucking glad. It's about goddamn time they're moving to AEW, bro. FDR! It's about damn time. Gallows and Anders, let's go. Or New Japan. Yeah, New One Japan. of the two. Let's yeah, go. New Japan. <laughs> New Japan. New Japan. Since you guys said Japan, our next name is Japanese. Oh, is Hakimura a wrestler or a porn star? Porn star. Wrestler. Pani says porn star. Mark says wrestler. Anna Kimura is a wrestler. <laughs> One of my <laughs> favorite ones, though. <laughs> she's really good. She's really good. I think she's one of those from what's that women's uh, wrestling that Stardom. Tried from Stardom. Yeah, he Stardom, Triple H yeah. tried to buy it. He's like one of the Oscars, right? Like she's like one of the Oscars or something. I've heard that name before. Yeah, she was so actually then, uh, mixed uh, up with Yoshirai. She was running with Yoshirai for a while. Isn't she going back there? We don't know. Yeah, sabi, sabi. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. Next up. Next up. Next name. Sean Lawless is Sean Lawless. A <laughs> that sounds so wrestler, but I feel like it's porn star. Why? 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 Why?
uh, wrestler, Patty says porn star. Sean Lawless is a porn star. Yeah. Patty got it. Patty got it. All right. All right. What else do we got? Next, next. Uh, how about this one? Caden Carter. Is Caden Carter a wrestler or a porn star? Wrestler. Wrestler. Caden Carter is a Phil Am wrestler. That's right. There we go. Yeah. I was like, I feel like it's a wrestler, that one. She's yeah. been on NXT a few times. Yeah. yeah. Been on NXT? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. NXT and Raw. Okay, so Mark, if you get this one, you get the win. Okay, let's go with this name. Rick Martel. Is Rick Martel a wrestler or a porn star? Fuck, he sounds like a rapper. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, Rick Martel. If I'm, if I'm watching porn, do I look for Rick Martel? I'd, I'd say porn I'd, star. I'd say, I'd say he's a wrestler. <laughs> Rick Martel sounds like he does pile drivers and choke slams and shit. <laughs> no, she porn says star, porn star. Then. I say he's like a high flying wrestler. Rick Mar- the beautiful Rick Martel. Yeah. Rick Martel is actually a wrestler, so Mark wins this one. Yes! yes! Congratulations! And Mark was that far off when he said the beautiful Rick Martel because Martel's uh, nickname was The Model. So, oh! Okay, cool, cool. Rick The Model Martel. Shit. Close Man. That was, that was close. Yay! Yay! Now there are last few questions here before we let Mark and Pat go. I think you guys have a live set tonight, don't you? Um, not tonight. I think she, next week. Yeah, she but can. I'm playing in a few um online events happening this week. Um, on Sunday, it would be on my Facebook page. Yeah, what does that happen for you guys? Like, how do you guys have the online events and then uh, Nick to play? How does that work? Um, right now, since we're trying to get used to and adjust with the new norm, um, everything yeah. right now is digital. So even even uh, brand activations, like let's say a liquor uh-huh. brand activation, would be online also. So instead of having a mass gathering na event, everyone's just going to party digitally. Via Facebook yeah. Live or Instagram Live. Also, a lot of um, we've been doing a lot of uh, chat like uh, d- there there've been a lot of live concerts and we've been a part of that that helps get raise, donations, yeah, raise, raise funds for, for yeah, for a good cause. Yeah. yeah, with everything going on, the Steve Carino issues. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Mark was telling me earlier that even your uh, your civil wedding got postponed because of the ECQ. I was so sorry yeah, to hear about that. Yeah, Actually, our, our wedding, our ceremony to the girl was supposed to be on May, and that's definitely not possible. So we're just waiting for the uh, ECQ lift so we can at least get civilly wedded. Yeah, it was uh, May, and then the world was shutting down. So we were like, hey, let's get a civil before the world shuts down. And, and then, then we got the paperwork, and then we we're supposed to go there that same week that the world locked, that the Philippines shot down. Even other countries. Yeah, so we were like, okay, we'll have to wait. But so. well, then you guys had a certificate and all? We you got guys the, had your marriage certificate already? Like, yeah, um, yeah, 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 we got yeah, that down. That it's just, it's just that, that yeah, the yeah. last... Yeah, honestly, for me, to be honest, like I, it's it's actually a blessing that it's not 
yung ceremony kasi for me what's important is what i have with him than just a celebration yeah it, it was it was really more for our fam yeah. to to come to get together because my my family's in australia so so like it was it was a reason for us to get together and uh, see everyone but then um the lockdown happened and we were like um yeah, it's not gonna push through because we need those funds to survive. So yeah, so, yeah. yeah. Putting yeah that, that tire affected like, by yeah. all the No work, no pay tire. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. So we're not gonna end uh, the podcast on such a soft <laughs> note. So energy. We're not gonna do that. Yung start uh, natin, matidim na nga, it's gonna be okay. Hey, the middle was okay. The middle was okay. So we're gonna end properly. Uh, our last few questions, one of them is gonna come from Steve over on the live feed, and he's asking, uh, what are your top three wrestling finishers of all time? Oh, me talaga, RKO. Hers is the RKO, so you go, go for um, yours. Styles Clash. Styles Clash. Chokeslam. Uh, Mine mine would be just in terms of like beauty. It's a yeah. it's not even a fucking finisher, but deep six should be a fucking finisher in my opinion. Yes. Um, what do you call it? Shooting star shooting star press. press. Shooting star old. press. This one's but less glamorous, but, but who's like, shooting star press though? Uh, Kidman. Kidman's was my favorite. Okay. Billy Kidman. And and then um, what what do you call it? The the stunner. I know it's so mainstream, but like, there's not like I actually prefer Vince McMahon's sloppy looking stunner compared <laughs> to the Rock making it look so beautiful. I don't know. It just looks so painful. It's like you know, with with the seizures and because you can't fuck it up. You can't fuck it up. Yeah. Pedigree too. Pedigree. That Patty said the pedigree. Yeah, I gotta agree. So yeah, those are the top three. And. Uh, if you had to pick your ride or die, your favorite wrestler, one of all time and two current, what would be your uh, your answers? All so time and current. Have a division oh, for I the men, for the women. That we split men and women, or they're all together. Okay, totally up to you. If you have like a favorite in the men, a favorite from the women, and an, an all timer and all timer from either gender. So. Only Triple H, Drew McIntyre. Okay. Women's, you want to pick women's? I like all of them. I don't have any bias. Without one choice of women. Okay, all all time, I'd have to say, like, in terms of shit, current is shit, man. No, just say John. <laughs> that was a huge Tina fan, but like he's a part timer. He's a part timer when he talks There's shit. No shame. Wait, wait, I, I, I can't. I can't. I can't say right now in all time, but I, I can I just give like a top three that I think are fucking incredible. That's okay. fine. That's so there's, fine, there's Kurt Angle. He's so incredible. He fucking sucks, right? There's Kurt Angle. I got it. Styles. With a broken dream. Styles and fucking Omega. Like yeah. just those three are my fucking favorites. And commercially, commercially, all right, the rocks so <laughs> cold. There you go. I got my uh, 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 my my cool, <laughs> yeah commercial and You're indie you know, cred one. My indie indie cred and my commercial side. So so yeah, that that those are my picks. 
All right, and that's gonna do it for this interview with Patty Thompson, uh, Patty Chu, and Mark Thompson. Jeez, <laughs> oh, you can't be Patty Thompson. Before we let you go, where can our listeners and viewers right now follow you guys on social media? You can follow us on Instagram. Mine is at Patty True. That's P A T Y C H three O's. And we do our live sets there as well. Yeah, you can follow me at I am Mark Thompson. Mark Thompson official. Oh, sorry, Mark Thompson official. The the other one. Oh man. Yeah. And you're still but, doing the mixtapes away with it, like even through the ECQ. Yes, but we got turned off air, so we're kind oh, of Oh, they turned us back on today, dude. What? Oh, they yeah. didn't tell me. <laughs> But I'm still off until life goes back to normal. Oh man! Because because I don't think there's a budget for a weekend show, so I'm. Oh, I don't it. think there's a budget for the rest of us. But I love Ooh, Patty, Mark, thank you so much. You guys made our night. Thank you, thank you, thank you, guys. Thank, thank you, guys. Thank you, guys. Thank you, guys. Thank you, you guys. We'll see, we'll see you guys in the next PWR. Yes. Yeah, and and when it happens, let it us happens. know. Let us know when you need us back on. We're always down. Yeah. Yeah, man. Whenever yeah, life goes back to normal, whatever normal now. is, we'll have you yeah. at a PWR show. We'll make something happen. Thanks, Patty. Thanks, Mark. Thank you, guys. Thank you, guys. So much fun. Bye. Thanks, guys. Thank you so much. And that's gonna do it for this episode of the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. Yeah, Chino, go ahead. Uh, I, I have things to plug. Uh, <laughs> your new Grand- podcast? Yeah, with your boy Grinding during this uh, quarantine. I am. Uh, I produced a new podcast, just me. Not so much with the wrestling talk, although there and then, but it's not as much. It's called Class Cloud with Chino Now. It's where I interview um, industry professionals in their respective fields as they try and teach me uh, one particular thing about their industry. Our first episode, my first episode, my, I can say my first episode now, is up. It's featuring Kobe Manes, Maita Andres, and uh, Vina Vicente Vidal, who is an improviser and a corporate trainer. Uh, I'll try wow. episode every Wednesday, so please uh, support me as you know, all the comedians out there are doing their own shows. This is my little contribution to the world of of, of random podcasts that started uh, popping up. Also, tomorrow I'll be on the live feed of the Bopple Show. Uh, the Bopple Show is part of the Cool Pals Extended Universe. Yes, it's a thing. Wow. Uh, cool. I the Cool Pal listeners. Cool Pals listeners rather have their own shows now because apparently a lot of them are actually fans of uh, stand-up comedy and of, of comedy in general. Uh, one of them, uh, the Purple Show, was kind enough to have me on and talk wrestling with me. So yeah, if you want more wrestling talk, uh, tune in tomorrow at 10 p.m. on Facebook. I'll be sharing the link on there. So get up. No, yo, just because, no, share the link. Share the link away, but I got I got shit to plug too. <laughs> You can find it on my Facebook page. It's facebook.com slash Chino Leal. Yeah, I got shit to plug too. Actually, surprisingly, I have shit to plug. 
So um, before all of these ECQ business uh, started up, I did a comedy podcast as well on a rival network that I will not name, out of respect to PNA. But I did one. It's out there if you want to hear it and hear about uh, my philosophy of comedy wrestling and me talk about PWR. And Stan, actually, I do talk a bit about you, quite a bit about you and the Mr. C character and the delineation between the two. It's, it's a fun thing. It's stuff that we don't get to do here on this podcast very often. All right. So oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And also, um, I'm going to be on another live feed, and this is proof of concept that my internet is fixed now. Wrestle from home, PWR official, Naughty Boys, drunken episode next Tuesday. Happening. Finally. You asked for it. So, so I'm really happy. I'm really happy for you, Camus, because the last time you and I shared a drink, it was with one Evan Carlo. That was so long ago. And it felt like a lifetime ago. So I'm happy for that you. That is so long ago, man. And the rest of the naughty boys that you guys can bring your livers. Man, don't pray for his liver. Pray for his internet. <laughs> this is proof that it works now, guys. I figured it out. You need a slap Take us home. Take us home. Take us home. Let's stay home. Uh, So yeah, we're kind of suspending the picks of the week then in the meantime because we haven't really been watching a whole lot. Well, you know, I'm I'm still watching wrestling, um, Raw and SmackDown, NXT, all that because uh, I realize my relationship with the WWE is borderline abusive. But other than that, uh, you can probably go catch the dark side of the ring if you want more darkness in your life, which I am going to do right after we record this episode. Uh, we, we we so you can watch that. It's not as guilt-free, but I mean, it's not Black Wednesday guilt, you know? You can watch yeah, I, it. I watch AEW man. Yeah, AEW stuff. Uh, I, 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 I want to put in my pick out there, and it's the Sam Guevara versus Sean D match. Not because it was a great wrestling match, but because Chris Jericho on the mic is a special, special team. Yeah, because yeah. Because the guy, that will beat the entire match. It's so ridiculous. Yeah, I, I love uh, Chris Jericho as a color commentator. I mean, we all know that he's talented, so you know, it's it's no surprise that he's excelling in this new role. Yeah, what for the comment there? Nothing else. That's gonna do it for us here on the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. Thanks again to Mark Thompson and Patty Two for joining us on this week's episode, and thanks to everyone uh, who joined us. Not just our usual viewers, but also uh, Patty and Mark's fans who sent in your questions and chimed in on this week's episode. Thank you to Kamos and his family for finally fixing their slap soil internet. I hope that this will be the new norm going forward. And, yeah! Uh, yeah, on behalf of the indisposed Romaran and of the finally visible and audible Raph Kamos and Gina Liao, my name is Sansi. That's in the, uh, this episode of the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast is in the books and we are out of here and please wash your goddamn hands. French kiss for you! Mwah! Ha <laughs> ha 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 